when you're no longer a victim because you're choosing and you're taking personal responsibility for your outcomes, you have just found the secret to freedom. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Unstoppable Woman podcast. And today we are talking about time management being mind management and what happens when you get overwhelmed because overwhelm is a very common experience for people, especially high achievers. I was going to say especially for overachievers, but that is not like, what does it actually mean to be an overachiever? Like, what are you achieving over? Like you're a high achiever and you're going to keep being a high achiever. And that's excellent. Go for more, be successful, achieve at greater and greater levels. But there's not such a thing as overachieving unless you're comparing yourself to someone else. If you're comparing yourself to yourself, you're going to just want to keep being a high achiever. You're not, it's not over anyone or any other thing. So anyway, bit of a digression already at the beginning of the podcast. Go figure. In any case, overwhelm is a common experience, whether you're talking about life, work balance, which I'm not crazy about that expression either, because I think balance is a myth that there is no such thing as like homeostasis, that like perfect sweet spot balance. There is harmony, there is flow, there is ebb and flow, and you can enjoy the journey and you can have a delightful life, which means you are approaching everything with a great attitude. And yes, there can be overwhelm. Nonetheless, there can be times in your life, even with a great attitude where you've just got too much on your plate. But sometimes it's not because you have a great attitude. You just have a habit of being overwhelmed. So let's let's dive in here and take a look at what this means. So overwhelm in general is that feeling of having too much to do and that dread that is associated with it. And that can that dread can range in uh, intensity from a slight feeling of discomfort to full-on anxiety and panic even. Panic attacks often come from like just feeling like you cannot compromise on anything and you're going to freaking drop the ball and everything is the top priority. And it's really inaccurate way of looking at the world, but you get yourself in a little bit of a, a hook, a little bit of a spin out there. So you're not thinking clearly, especially when you're at that level of, of anxiety and creating panic. You, you, you're not thinking clearly about what's happening for yourself. And as a result, you make bad decisions. And ultimately, it leads to burnout. You can crash and burn. And it, and it might ruin relationships. Like if, if you're leading a team and you're constantly overwhelmed and you're snapping at people and uh, maybe you're turning into a rageaholic, that's not okay. Okay. Just plain and simple, not okay. Maybe it's, it's ruining or negatively affecting your love relationship. Your, your, or if you're not in a love relationship, you're, and you want to be, not everyone wants to be, but if you want to be, your ability to create the kind of romantic, 
love relationship you want. You don't have, you, you, you keep telling yourself you don't have time to date or if you're in a relationship, you don't show up with presence and fully there for the other person because you've just got too much to do and you're making those other things a priority. Or maybe you're just at your wit's end. So when you come home, you snap at your partner and you lash out, whether it's again in your business life or in your career or in your personal life, this way of being is very reactive. There's a lot of reactivity there. You're not responding with clarity of thought. You're most likely in victim mode and you're, you're lashing out and it ultimately keeps you at the same level, which is working really hard, but not getting ahead, not getting the results that you want. Now, I am a huge proponent of putting in the effort, putting in the work. It's not that I think money rains from the sky through some sort of just stare at your belly button kind of manifestation technique. That's a bunch of hooey. Okay. You need to put the right causes into effect. It can be easier than you thought possible. It can happen quicker than you thought possible, but you do need to take action. That's one of the key elements to creating what you want, manifesting what you want and working, putting the effort in can feel delightful, can feel lit up and alive. But if you're working hard and grinding it out, and you're in that overwhelm, and there feels like that monkey is on your back, and it's not producing the results that you want, though you might be caught in a loop, caught in a story that says you have to do it this way in order to get the results. I'm going to tell you that's not true. Overwhelm can really be an addiction. It's an addiction to busy. And worse than just an addiction to busy, it's an addiction to being a victim. Think about this. When you are in overwhelm, you are not the creative agent in your life that you need to be. Life is happening to you in this uncontrolled way. You are a victim of outside circumstances. And you're saying all of these things are happening to me rather than I make clear decisions. I choose how I show up. I create my life. When you show up with that level of thinking, that is a mental attitude, if you will, you will start making different decisions and having different results. Overwhelm is a choice, guys. I know you don't want to hear that if you're feeling overwhelmed right now, but that is your key to freedom. Choice, your power to choose is your greatest power. And when you choose what you want, not what you don't want, and you set yourself, your life up for what you want, not what you don't want, you have the key to freedom. When you're no longer a victim because you're choosing and you're taking personal responsibility for your outcomes, you have just found the secret to freedom. So as it relates to overwhelm, you want to look at where you're saying you're a victim. Are you saying, I can't drop this because my kids need me to do it. I can't have someone else do that because my kids need me to be there. If everything is for someone else, by the way, 
I'm not saying don't show up as a great mother to your kids. You do want that. But if you're using the standard that you're setting for yourself, how much you have to do or how it looks like, what it looks like as an impossible level of uh, commitment, if you will, if, if say you want to be a great mother and you want to slay at business, but you're not willing to make a choice around having a great assistant pick up your kids after school and do some tutoring with them so that you can work an extra three hours. If you're saying that's unacceptable for me and I'm going to try and do my business at this level that needs these hours, but I'm not willing to adjust, you're going to be in overwhelm. But that's being a victim. You have to make a choice about how you're doing life. It's so important. So important. So this happens around kids. This happens around husbands and wives. This happens around parents. My parents need me to do things, right? This happens around clients. My clients need me to do things. My clients need me to jump through hoops. Or your partner in business. Or maybe it's something that you have chosen, but you're being, you're acting like a victim in relationship to it, like a new marketing initiative or a project or an event that you're putting on. And you're saying, I'm so overwhelmed by all of this. Or maybe there's multiple things coming into your life at once, but you've chosen them, but you're so overwhelmed. Like for instance, you have new marketing initiatives. You've brought on new team members. You're putting on events. Oh, I have a few from my personal life. I've adopted a new puppy and I'm looking for a new house. And all of those things together can lead to more, more hours required of me in a day than what was previously on my plate. So you have to make adjustments. Do you complain? There's a moment that you might want to complain within a box. Give it, give it three minutes, give it one or two sentences, articulate the problem and then go solve it. Okay. That's the attitude that you need. But if you stay in the like, oh no, it's all happening to me. Oh no, my, my puppy's creating chaos in my life and overwhelming me. No, that's a choice. That is a choice that you've made. Own it. Okay. Own it. We're going to take a quick pause in the teaching to tell you about the Unstoppable Woman Income Breakthrough Summit, a powerful way to scale up and create consistent cash flow in your life and your business. We'll come right back to the teaching in less than a minute, so stick with us. The Unstoppable Woman Income Breakthrough Summit is a three-day virtual event designed to help you break through your subconscious blocks and self-sabotaging behavior that keeps you playing small and not consistently making the money you desire or achieving your big goals and delightful life. This is what I had to do when I made my big quantum leap, going from making 138 to 700K in one year then crossing the seven-figure mark. It's time for you to do the same thing. Eliminate the confusion, master your mindset, and get the exact methodology required to scale up your business and your life. Go to theunstoppablewoman.com slash summit to grab your ticket now before we sell out. I can't wait to help you experience a true income breakthrough as well. I'll see you there. 
Now we'll get back to the teaching. Nobody is making these choices for you. Okay. You are choosing them. At some point you chose them either consciously or subconsciously. But then you say to me, I have all this stuff on my plate. And if I don't do it all, someone's going to be upset. I'm going to be upset. My husband is going to be upset. My wife is going to be upset. My partner's going to be upset. My clients are going to be upset. My kids are going to be upset. My parents are going to be upset. Heck, my dog is going to be upset. You'll be upset. But here's the thing, especially when you're using others, other people's reactions as a means for not making a clear decision to adjust how you do life and do work. If you're saying, you know, he's going to be upset if I don't do this, or that this is really, I want you to understand this. Let me back up a second. That when you're saying that someone else is going to be upset that if I don't do this, therefore I have to do this and it has to look this way. That's an untruth. Now on the surface, it might seem like, yeah, he's going to be upset if I don't do it like this. Boss is going to be upset. Husband, kid, whatever. But really, you'll be upset if he's upset. That's the truth. You're going to feel uncomfortable if he's upset. What if you didn't? What if it was fine if someone got upset and had their reaction, had their emotion? What if you could just experience it? Or you're saying that you'll be upset by not getting the outcome or the result that you want from doing this thing. You don't want to experience that that negative experience. Own that. Own that. You'll be upset by that. What if you wouldn't? What if you said, you know what? I'm not going to be upset if this doesn't happen. Now, there's a time and a place. There's a discernment element to this. If you actually really want that outcome, then you have to make different choices. Something's got to give. There's only 24 hours in a day. Everyone has the same 24 hours. And sacrificing your, your sleep so you're a miserable human being is not an option, guys. Okay? Not an option. I happen to be someone who loves getting up early because I have great energy in the early, but in, in the early morning. So I get up at 5, 5.30. That said, I go to bed at 9 or 9.30. I don't sacrifice my sleep. So you need to know what you can and cannot sacrifice. Okay. So ultimately, this is about taking personal responsibility and making choices and saying, I choose this. I've chosen this new puppy, right? So I need to adjust my schedule in my life to make this work. I've chosen this new marketing initiative. Great. I love that. What has to shift? Do I need to hire more team members? Do I need to let go of things that are no longer my job? Do I need to delegate? What needs to happen as a result? This idea that you can't make choices in your favor keeps you stuck. So in order to really see the possibility in the choice, you must change your attitude. You need to become someone who is pro themselves and not a victim, okay? Who takes personal responsibility. And of course, there are tactical time management techniques, I teach them, that are very useful, like block scheduling your time like working in 45 minute increments, then taking a break, clear your mind, change your state, doing what is on your calendar, planning your week, 
putting it on your calendar, sticking to the, to what's on your calendar, delegating, deleting things. It's no longer my job. Not doing that. That initiative's not happening. Delaying things. Sometimes you have to say, actually, that needs to happen in two weeks. Or just doing it and getting out of your way. That's a really big way that you can change your attitude. I often tell my clients, action is a bomb. It's a way to get out of overwhelm. Stop overthinking it. Stop thinking about all that you have to do and how you're going to drop the ball and fail. And it's it's so overwhelming and you're, you're so stressed. If you keep repeating that thinking in your mind, that is what you're going to execute on. That is your attitude and that is how you're going to show up and it's not going to feel good. So instead, knock that off. Stop, stop thinking that. And instead, just do the first thing on your list. Do the next thing, do the next thing. Okay, don't overthink it. Just get into action. Action is a bomb. And it actually helps you move through that feeling of overwhelm. It's not just, oh my God, I need to get the next thing done. It's like, okay, I'm just... It's an attitude thing. I'm just going to do this. I'm doing this. I'm not overthinking it. I'm doing this. I'm not overthinking it. But fundamentally, these kinds of tactical suggestions, you won't be able to implement on if your mindset is set on self-sabotage. So let me explain what that means. Let me give you an example. Let's say when you were growing up, you were a child, and you learned from your parents who were doing the best that they could with the, the information and experience that they had, that getting love came from receiving love, feeling love came from achievement and always being busy and doing something. Now, there's a lot of positive effects from that, right? You're probably someone who knows how to get things done, right? Can achieve things is regularly checking things off your list. Okay. But the shadow side of that is that you can be addicted. You can be on that hamster wheel of never enough where you have to stay busy, have to get to the next task. You're like hitting that. What is it that like, um, you're getting your, your, your heroin hit from the, the next task, the dopamine hit. There we go. Uh, from the next task and, and you get some, some high from being super busy, but it can very easily cross over to overwhelm. But that identity got locked in when you were very young. So you have this identity that says, and it's a self image, okay, that says, I am someone who is lovable because she achieves things. Well, that's it's great to achieve things, but if that's where you get love and you're constantly trying to get that dopamine hit of like love through achievement, now you have a, and and needing to be busy all the time, right? You have this, this self image. Now that's locked in place. And that self image is like a target. It's what your subconscious wants to recreate and hit all the time. It wants to, it knows that this is who she is and this is how we survive in this world and this is what we want to execute on. And it's like a heat-seeking missile. Your subconscious will keep getting you to recreate that self-image. That's its target, okay? It's like, I'm going to keep going back there. I'm going to keep going back there. So now you have all these tactical 
things that actually really do help, but your self image is of someone who is always overwhelmed, who always needs to be busy, who always uh, needs to be achieving in order to get love. And you will continue to create overwhelm in your life in order to play out that self image until you change that self image. So you do need the tactics, but without changing the self image, it's just going to be using willpower, which feels hard. Okay. When you use willpower, you're like pushing that boulder up the hill. You're at counter purposes to yourself. You're at cross purposes to yourself. And this, this is a grind. Like if you're trying to change how you show up in relationship to time management, how you use your time, but you have an image of someone who's always behind the eight ball, who never has enough time, who doesn't have enough time for herself, that doesn't have enough time for self-care, who always puts too much on her plate and never gets it done. Now, of course, there's always more. So that task list is always going to be growing every day, right? But are you someone who sets herself up for success and knows what can be done in a day and does it with ease and grace? Or do you always feel like you're behind the gun and struggling? This is a self-image issue. This is an identity issue. This is a subconscious programming issue. So in order to really have a magnificent relationship with time because you cannot manage time, guys, okay? Time, there's only 24 hours in the day. Time is time. You can't really manage it, but you can manage yourself in relationship to time. And that requires that you manage your self-image and change it to be someone who aligns with how you want to experience time. So what is the self-image, the identity that you need to create for yourself? That's your action step from this podcast. Okay, with that, I'm Amira Alvarez, founder and CEO of The Unstoppable Woman. Rock it out, be unstoppable, and I will catch you in the next episode. Thank you so much for joining us and for being a part of the Unstoppable Woman movement. I want to let you know that we've got a ton of free resources for you for scaling your business at theunstoppablewoman.com slash free stuff. Please go ahead and check those out. And we'd also love your help in getting the message out. Share this podcast with all the unstoppable women in your life, your friends, your colleagues, your business besties. Please do that. And if you're game, we'd super duper duper appreciate a review on iTunes as well. Thanks so much and be unstoppable.